Jesus, an eccentric billionaire with nothing but a bunch of extra time to spare. He's got his favorite subject and he's happy to share everything he knows about Greece. He'll go to every single ritzy secret event and mingle with his buddies in the 1%. But they find his passion an embarrassment and repeatedly ask him to cease. But never one to back down, ever a pro. He claims there's nothing else that's even worth it to know. So he grabbed his butler Eric and he started a show to see if anything will catch his eye. Now every fresh contestant must babble and boast on the subject of their choosing that they treasure the most. Put your hands together and welcome your host. It's Adam Maximilian Josephus Vin Diesel Riffi. It's Tell Me About It. Welcome to Tell Me About Oh, thanks, Swedish Chef, for blowing that horn. Welcome to Tell Me About It, a game show about proving that the things you love are actually interesting and fun. I am Adel Rafai. Uh, thou shall not worship any false Adels, uh, as I say in my Bible, King Adel's Bible. I'm a local eccentric multi-billionaire, and I am still on the hunt for someone to show me something that is better and more interesting than the movie Grease. Though I am not doing this by myself, here's a one-of-one red creature butler type, costs three mana to summon, tap and rip apart this card so that Adorify, Maniacal Baron, can attack twice this turn. It's Eric Silver! The game mechanics of my card are not worth destroying me, but yet here I am. <laughs> Only so that you can attack twice. I guess that's the best I can do. Okay, I didn't really understand that. Uh... Well, that's that's because I've been I've been trying to invite you over for board game night for years. It is literally in your own living room, and you say, "Oh, it's too far. I can't go. Well, there's no gas in my car." The invite always spells board in the hominin manner. <laughs> Hominin Manor, of course, being my mansion in the hills. No, that's the rude thing you say to me. You then give me back my own invitation and cross it out, and it says board game night, and then I say, Mr. Refai, that's very rude, and then you say, I can't hear you. I'm somewhere else, and my car doesn't have gas in it. I don't want to do this. Fine, Eric, fine. What are you doing right now? Let's play uh, whatever euchre, whatever this is. <laughs> Let's play your fun little weird euchre. I can't right now. We're doing the podcast. You... I'm chained here, and I have my microphones. We're doing the podcast. We can't play right now. Fine, fine. But I'll have you know, I'm not allergic to fun and games, okay? In uh, 1997, I once appeared on MTV's Cribbage. Uh, MTV was filming people playing Cribbage, and... Uh, at the time, I was just a multimillionaire, so I volunteered, and um, yeah, it really helped my career. You were, the, you were the first person to say, this is where the magic happens, mm -hmm, Demon mm -hmm. pointing towards your own deck, which was given to you by David Copperfield. It was yes. impressive. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry, I was thinking about all the things you were allergic to other than fun. Hazelnuts, raw fish, cooked yeah. fish, and, uh -huh. uh, and that fish. one rhino, and one fish, red fish and blue fish, yes. and all of those rhinos that are extinct, you took care of it. Yes. All those rhinos that are extinct, white rhinos especially... And speaking of white rhinos, I'm also allergic to Paul Giamatti, which is why I blocked him playing the rhino in subsequent Spider-Man films. It was probably for the best. You were helping yes. him just as much as you were helping yourself. I got so mad at Paul Giamatti. I said, hey, motherfucker, you want to go from films to TV real fast? And uh, look at him today. You talk to your friends billions, mm -hmm. and they just took and they just took him off your hands. Exactly. I put, ironically, I made sure he was in a show called Billions. He went from Cinderella Man to whatever the stepsister's name is. <laughs> Angora. I want to say Angora. 
Okay. You know, it's been a little bit into the podcast. I think I can reveal this. Surprise! It is board game night! What? It has been the entire time as I pulled out all the sheets because this is just a room that looks like the podcast recording room, but actually it's your own living room. I spent a lot of money on these sheets. I have a man A. Uh, not anymore. I did have to use it. But huh. that's because, uh, Mr. Rafai, we have sound designer, multimedia storyteller, and the editor and co-creator of this podcast. It's Misha Stanton. Hello. Whoa. Misha, an honor. This is so surreal to have you here. Uh, thank you so much for coming. Uh, Eric, uh, roll out the red carpet. All right. Okay. I guess I'll just move the, I'll move my game No, table. first you have to take it down from where it was covering the walls of the room and then roll it out on the floor. Okay. Obviously. Hold on. I, I kept it in place with a bunch of bells, you know, all these jingle bells I have. I hope that they all sound like that jingling oh, as no, I pull yes. it down. Oh, 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 oh come on. Oh. oh, the bells went everywhere. Oh no. Damn and it, we Eric. all heard it. <sighs> That well, one was just for me. Thanks. That was well, I guess, fuck, Eric, uh, Misha, I'm so sorry. Let me just go ahead and, as an apology, let me just play 10 seconds of melodica. Where the hell am I supposed to find a melodic recording? Okay, back. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Eric, thank you for finally rolling out the red carpet. And Misha, as you see, the red drapes match the red carpet. So we are... I was wondering. Synchronized. Thank you so much. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, Misha... Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for all you do to put my audio in the ears of, I assume, other billionaires across the world. My pleasure and privilege. Um, Eric, let's go ahead and give Misha a raise, uh, whatever that entails. And uh, Misha, what are you here to talk about? Oh, well, I'm here to talk about the centerpiece of any good game night. It's Magic the Gathering. Oh, not making fun of Eric. Okay. Um... Well, that, that just sort of happens naturally over the course of the night. I, I said gonna... that if you wanted to come, you could do that. You could make fun of me. I would make a point <laughs> system, but you wouldn't even show up. <sighs> Misha, call me Kate Hudson, because I think we're going to get along almost famously. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me to call you Kate Hudson, so nope. I forget the name of that movie she did with Matthew McConaughey. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, how to Lose a Guy in 30 Days? No. The one about treasure hunting, I want to say. Oh, yeah. I think it was Overboard, uh, but I much as I Fool's Gold is probably a, a close enough to the title that it's it should have been fine. named Fool's Gold. Yeah, 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 for sure. Wasn't there a Matthew McConaughey Jennifer Lopez vehicle named Nobody's Fool? No, that can't be right. <laughs> no, that was Matthew McConaughey's Buick that he was driving. Yes, yes, yes. I think if you put Matthew McConaughey in any movie and the word fool is in the title, you're probably not far from the mark. <laughs> Sorry, I got a cease and desist. I got a cease and desist letter from Matthew McConaughey's lawyers. It was a Lincoln. Sorry, very important. I guess we'll stop talking about him. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Misha, what I like about that is that uh, no matter how many times you say it, those jokes stay the same age. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> and I, of course, uh, being a multi-billionaire, I'm part of the alt-right, alt-right, alt-right. Um, <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> nice. Oh, interesting. Huh, Misha, may, we may have a problem. Well, let's go ahead and get to know more about the devil's euchre, uh, as it's called, or... <laughs> That is what we call it. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, Euchre being my only God reference, apparently. <laughs> Eric, why don't you let us know about what's being conjured in round one? 
Absolutely. Uh, Misha, this is round one. Just tell me about it. I have 10 foundational points about Magic the Gathering. Uh, please, Misha, give us an overview of your topic in five minutes. You get points for each bullet, especially if you make them sound interesting and cool. Five minutes on the clock. Misha, tell us about Magic the Gathering. Okay, Magic the Gathering is a card game of fantasy wizards doing battle with spells and magical creatures. It was invented by a math professor in 1993 and quickly sold to everyone's least favorite multi-billion dollar gaming company, Wizards of the Coast, although they were uh, much cooler at the time, I promise. Um, It is the very first trading card game that ever existed. Uh, somebody was like, hey, you know baseball cards? What if they had fun rules that you could play games with them? And it turned out to be a big hit. Um, It's been around for a really long time. Uh, There are many various cards in Magic the Gathering, uh, the most basic unit of which is creatures, with which you fight your opponent's creatures and try to uh, get past their creatures so you can hit them in the face and get their life down to zero. Magic the Gathering also has different various other uh, spells that you can use around your creatures, such as enchantments, instants, sorceries, artifacts. You play all of these things with mana, which is the energy you gain from lands. Um, Just like fracking, right? Just like fracking, you drill into the earth and then you take every last liquid bit and use it to cast powerful fireballs. Um, uh, Mr. Refai, you love that. That's your favorite thing. That's in your top three hobbies. Uh, uh, yes, these creatures uh, meet on the battlefield in combat, each of which has a power and a toughness uh, with which they are. it is determined who wins what fights. Uh, the numbies start all the way down from zero and one and uh, printed on the cards they get up to like 13, 14, 15. But also if games get crazy enough, Uh, those numbers can get up to the hundreds and thousands because, you see, Magic the Gathering is a game of crazy combos and, as invented by a math professor, is all about making those numbies as big as possible. That's what you do at math colleges. You just make the numbies as big as possible. Um, (laughs) Crazy combos like pretzel uh, stuffed with deep dish? Yeah, actually, uh, if you tap your stuffed pretzel with deep dish, uh, then you gain three life and you put an artifact on the battlefield. So it's pretty good. Um, This game has been around for... Uh, decades and decades. Uh, what year is it? Oh, it's the, th- the 30th anniversary this year. That's kind of neat. Um, I've been playing it for a really long time since I was like seven years old, which you might think is too early to be playing games with such big numbies. And to that I say, shut up and stop making fun of me. Uh <laughs> Uh, the game uh, started out as a game that was just sort of quick that you could play in between rounds of Dungeons and Dragons, but grew into this whole big thing uh, for a long time and variously in and out throughout its history. It has a competitive scene in which people play in various tournaments for big cash prizes. There's also uh, many different formats for you see that Magic the Gathering is not so much one game as it is a game system, much like D&D 5th edition as previously featured on this show. Uh, Magic can be used to play many various games uh, which have different varying card pools, one of which is standard, another is modern, another is legacy. Uh, A very popular casual format is called Commander, which has a special leader of your deck and has special rules about it. You start out with more life. It's my favorite version. I have a bunch of decks of them. There's five colors of Magic the Gathering uh, that each 
embody different philosophies of magic. There's white, blue, black, red, and green. Uh, other things can be various combinations of those things, and it's also, like, a much better system for sorting characters than Hogwarts houses or whatever. Get em, um, get em, get em. <laughs> I will. Um, the story of Magic the Gathering involves many different worlds, which are traversed by powerful mages called Planeswalkers, which hop from plane to plane. Uh, and see stuff there and usually fuck shit up and then leave before any consequences happen. Uh, the story was published in books and on a blog and in ebooks, and then for a while it wasn't published at all, and the fan base was really mad about that um, because people really wanted to know what happened on these worlds. There's so many different worlds. There's a metal plane, a Greek mythology plane, an Egyptian mythology plane, a Japanese plane, a storybook plane, um, all of these different planes of existence where these different characters meet up Avengers style uh, across the cosmos. They have big um, enemies such as Nicol Bolas, the dragon mastermind, and Phyrexia, which is basically a plague of robot oil zombies. And, and time. <laughs> oh, saying. oh! if I had a nickel for every time somebody ended with a plague of robot zombie something. Uh, Mr. Mr. Billionaire Adorify. Please don't make things end with a plague of robot zombies. I know it's within your power and monetary wealth, but please don't do it. I'm asking nicely. My friend, it's already in motion. Pulls back Damn mask, it. reveals lizard face and eyes and teeth and tongue and mouth and neck. Uh, <laughs> I can hear it so detailed. I understand what it is, not even looking at it. <laughs> As I make my way to my sunbathing rock and uh, heat my little cold body up. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Misha, that was a phenomenal job describing a game that I always assumed was just Dominion for horny introverts. <laughs> Not wrong. Pretty good. That's well, a pretty good description. Oh, okay. Wow, interesting. Let me See, take you note. would like board game night. Hmm. <laughs> I guess I might. Uh, Misha, let's go ahead and say 5,000 points for that wow. wonderful description. Wow. Um, for some bonus points, perhaps, could you let me know, true or false, is mana short for mana La Mancha? Uh, yeah, actually, the commander of my first deck was I Don Quixote, the Lord of La Mancha. <laughs> Very nice. My destiny calls and I go. <laughs> Eric here is the executor of my wind, wi wind will, uh, of course, wink, wink, nudge, <laughs> nudge. Um, so another 100 points to Misha. And then right. for, uh, for an additional 500 points, can you please get on the phone with my mom? And convince her that this card game does not summon Satan himself? No, they banned Satan in 1994 after the Grand Championships that year. Of course. So you actually can't summon Satan in this game anymore, uh, although the old card goes for a very high price on eBay. Okay, it's from, well, the, un it's from the unglued edition, <laughs> I assume. <laughs> oh, very nice. Uh, well, for an additional, uh, we'll say 100 points. Do you mind, uh, I don't know, fucking dunking on Hogwarts again? <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, so imagine you had a system where you were trying to have, like, the various uh, experiences of human life, and you set it up uh, with four houses in a strict dichotomy and then put a bunch of features in some of the houses and no features in some of the other houses. Now take that and make it five so it's, like, uneven and there's not, like, direct diaposed things. Uh, and also the qualities are, like, spread out more evenly, and so you can, like, like really pick your personality through them. As a Hufflepuff, I have no sense of self. 
So, uh, as a huh. Ravenclaw, I'm smart, and that's all you'll ever know about me. That's it. That's it. I, I nothing's going on with me. I like to eat. <laughs> I've heard that Hufflepuffs are particularly good finders. Is that I don't true? know. That sounds like something someone had to make up later to justify their whole thing. <laughs> oh, sorry. Too long. Didn't listen. Uh, reveals little holes where my ears should be. Little little lizard holes, whatever those are called. Uh, I should look. I that think up. they're also called ears. I have to check though. There's no way to know. There's, There's no, no way, way to, to know. prove that. Yeah, yeah we we'll need know. someone to come on and be a lizard expert. We can't yeah. figure it out. Uh, speaking of cards, uh, I have all these T two. 206 Honus Wagner cards. Uh, what do I have? 30, 40 of these. You guys can take some home. It's just like a fun little parting gift. Uh, while you grab whatever T206 Honus Wagner cards you want, Eric, why don't you go ahead and recap round one and let us know where Misha stands in points. Absolutely. Misha, you did a very good job hitting these foundational points from Wikipedia. Uh, it was really very comprehensive Wikipedia page for this one. Um, you nailed the first one, the fact that it was a first trading card game. I still cannot believe that you are two wizards playing, doing this thing and casting casting everything, which On was the a first main point. starter deck I ever bought, when I was seven years old, in bold, right across the top of the box, it said, you are a planeswalker. And that was the <laughs> marketing copy for many years. Incredible. You nailed a lot of the foundational points, um, but as we got a little bit more esoteric, you did fall off. So I, I'm going to give you a six out of ten, because I was looking for things about for you to explain the different colors, uh, because I do think the fact that someone sat down and wrote out the philosophy of this stuff, like white represents order, peace, and light, and draws mm. mana from the plains. I really wanted to hear you say things like that. Uh... Um, the active secondary market, and you would have gotten bonus points if you did, in fact, mention Post Malone. The only time it would have been justified to say that oh, on the show. okay. All right. So, so uh, I'm just gonna... When I agreed to come on this show and talk about Magic the Gathering, the one thing I said was I would like to talk about the game Magic the Gathering, not the economy of the publisher who makes Magic the Gathering. That is not what I'm saying. I just thought it was funny. I was I was waiting for you to say the term Black Lotus was really what I was saying. Gotcha. For. Well, I mean, so so I didn't... The only thing is I did not want to bring up the sale of the One Ring, which just came up from the Lord of the Rings crossover set, which was opened by a normal guy in Canada and then bought by Post Malone, the music artist, question mark? Uh, for like $2.6 million, which is an absurd price to pay for a piece of cardboard. Pennies. Pennies. <laughs> I'll, Misha, I'll buy it. You can rip it up. I don't care. Dude, I would too. And I couldn't agree more. Another 10 points to Misha for admitting that we live in a post-Jenna Malone cinematic world. She was <laughs> she was queen of the indies. I don't know what she's doing today, but please bring back Jenna Malone. Uh, I will get right on this, right on mm -hmm. that after board game night is over. Uh, but ultimately, Misha, this brings you to 5,116 points. Congratulations. Whoa. Uh, I would like to trade uh, three of those points in for one mana of any color. For sure. Here is a mountain, which we just kind of have. Amazing. In the in, we just have a mountain here in this here in the mansion. Mr. Adlerify, here's a here's a red mana to keep your lizard body warm. Thank you so much, um, Eric. Why don't you go ahead and uh, swap out Misha's mountain and give them uh, K three, the secret mountain in my backyard. Ooh, it's a good one. That only has the secret dead bodies on it. Absolutely, <laughs> they litter the top. <laughs> All right, so we are now at 5,113 points and a mountain. Amazing. Well, why don't we go ahead and, ooh, sorry, I just had to <clears throat> eat some mealworms. Why don't we go ahead and uh, go on over to round two, please, Eric? Absolutely. Misha, this is the perfect thing. What is the perfect encapsulation of Magic the Gathering? If someone asked you, well, 
what's an example of why you spend so much time, energy, and money on this particular hobby? <laughs> what would you say? Great question, and I'm so glad you asked, and thank you for asking. My favorite thing about Magic the Gathering is, um, so I, I mentioned before that I play a version of Magic almost exclusively called Commander. Uh, one of the rules of Commander is that you can't have any uh, duplicate spells. You can have more than one of the same land, basic land cards, those plains, island, swamp, mountain, forest uh, that you mentioned I didn't mention before, so I'm mentioning them now. Uh, you can have any number of copies of those, but every other card has to be unique. And the decks are like a hundred cards, so you have to like build this sort of intricate Rube Goldberg machine out of unique pieces. And you can spend a lot of time doing it, and you can spend a lot of money doing it. But it's all worth it for when you sit down at the table and you pl you over the course of the game you play out your like five little intricate pieces, and then the Rube Goldberg machine goes off, and all of a sudden you throw three hundred damage at somebody's face who thought they were about to win, and the look on their face when their victory was snatched away. <sighs> Uh, is just beautiful. It's it, When your little machine that you've worked so hard on like finally does the thing you've designed it to do, it's immensely satisfying. You know, it's it's. I've heard Magic compared before to like chess, where chess has six unique pieces and Magic has upwards of 20,000 unique pieces. And like when you set up your strategy in chess and you're like, yes, I have studied the, uh, I have studied the blade, I have come together with my ultimate chess strategy and created checkmate. Like imagine doing that with a hundred hand-picked pieces that you like spent a bunch of energy and money making sure they all work together just so. Uh, the, the satisfaction in that is truly off the charts. Outstanding. Oh, boy. So uh, if I'm getting this right, this is akin to setting up like Mousetrap or like the opening sequence in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Mm -hmm. That's what you're saying? Well, yes, I, it's exactly like Mousetrap. Um, another game we could absolutely play at this board game night as long as it doesn't take too long to physically set up the board. Um, the best part is that Magic the Gathering takes relatively little time compared to Mousetrap, but you do get the immense satisfaction of the machine going off. Hmm. I like the sound of that. Swamp, swamps, mountains. Remind me of the other two. Forest, forest, plains, and plains island. and islands. All five. Uh, now, Eric, my portfolio. I have a few islands. Is that right? You absolutely, you absolutely do. Some of them are shiny. Some of them are regular, and yeah. uh, some of them are also bordering on a swamp. But that was because of your fracking. Yes, of course. Uh, I do have a few mountains. I just gave Misha K3, so that reduces my ownership there. Is there is Shrek Swamp on the marketplace yet? Uh, I think so, but you did put it on Airbnb so that the people could oh, enjoy it. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Very fun. Very and I, fun. And I put it, sorry, you couldn't see, I put in joy in massive quotes because it is an <laughs> Airbnb. Well, and it sounds like with islands, swamps, and mountains at your disposal, you're a big player of blue, black, and red, the ultimate color combination for evil overlords and billionaires. Ooh, yeah, mm. those are the colors of my flag. Uh, <laughs> outstanding. What's uh, Misha? Uh, Twenty-five thousand points. Whoa! Uh, mostly for mostly for the what? flag colors. I think you were probably at thirteen or fourteen <laughs> points, and then you mentioned my exact flag colors. So uh, we'll definitely ramp that up. Twenty-five thousand. One one point for each foot in K three. I assume. <laughs> exactly. You get it. You get it. For an additional, we'll say three thousand points. Describe to me the perfect forest. The perfect forest. Well. Mm. Uh, Tall trees overhead, uh, thick stumps that you can sort of you can't even wrap your whole uh, 
arms around um, that that like Kelly emerald green. You don't want that dry green. I live in California. We have that like really dry green that's like almost brown. You want like mm. a full Kelly green, emerald green. The sounds of the cicadas, a, like a nice background blocking out like the silence that would let your thoughts creep in, but not overwhelming and making it sound like you're threatening. Um, a beautiful like bed of moss or clover that you can just like mm. sit down and enjoy the environment of the forest. And also it taps for one green mana that you can use to cast, I don't know, an elf or something. A thicket basilisk just kind of hanging out in there. A nimble mongoose. That's another card. (laughs) Incredible. Uh, Eric, 3,000 points to Misha. And uh, also, Eric, um, Mm -hmm. what... What was taps again? Is that that's like the <laughs> that's like the bugle song? What's taps? It's when you uh you turn it a card to the side and yeah, then yeah. it does a thing. It's it's it, it's where you uh, make a movement on the object to note that it is now currently in use, much like when you tap a keg. Oh, how embarrassing that uh, they heard me, uh, Eric. I thought we had some soundproofing uh, equipped in the living room. That's fine. oh, Misha. That's fine. I was just joking with my. Of course, I know what taps is. Uh, oh, is that is that why all the soundproofing's on the floor when we ripped down the curtains? It ended up on. All on the floor. They were. It was propped up by the jingle bells. That's that's fine. Hold on. Let me see if I can move it over here, all the oh, way, to, all the way uh, to the you. right, and then I can move it all the way to the left. Don't do this to me. Okay. I'll, I I don't know where to put it. I'm just gonna drop it right here. Whoa! Three reindeer playing maracas. Whoa! Okay. Get. Hey. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Hey, it's Eric, and we're back, baby. So nice doing Tell Me About It again. Thank you to everyone for their patience uh, and giving us more time to make more of the episodes that you love. Uh, I am Eric. I'm not a cowering manservant. I am a podcaster, and I'm telling you about a brand new show from Multitude, Big Game Hunger, a weekly comedy show where Jenna Stieber, who you might remember from the horror video game episode of this podcast, and Friends Craft, the next big video game every single episode, starting with a randomly generated genre, concept, and vibe. Jenna and a variety of funny and game-obsessed guests will take these ideas far enough that they can pitch it to a shattery board of rich investors. By the end of every episode, they'll have honed an IP so irresistible, you'll be ready to risk $25 for it on Steam. It's so funny. It's so good. It's a real throwback to a lot of podcasts I love, which is like funny people coming up with something together. Um, and I'm so glad that Jenna is bringing that to 2023 and beyond. Get ready to laugh about the games you love, learn about game trends, and yearn for titles that will never, ever exist. New episodes every Monday. Big Game Hunger. Check it out. Also, if you want to continue to support this show, I think that you should. Please check out our Patreon where you can get ad-free episodes and hear your name read, patreon.com slash pod. We are sponsored this episode by Hero Forge. Hero Forge offers fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. Our easy-to-use design tool lets you build your perfect mini online using a fully 3D in-depth character creator right in your web browser. Hero Forge offers custom minis in a variety of materials, including color-printed options. You can spend so much time just messing around on this thing. It's like a character creator in real life, something that will then get turned into a little mini for you. I got to tell you, the Hero Forge 2.0 color technology allows you to create your perfect miniature in color with advanced features like decals, makeup, war print, and more. Design your unique miniature and get it printed in full color. No painting needed. 
Your role-playing world is colorful. Now your minis can be too with Hero Forge custom color minis. Visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often. New content is added every single week. We are also sponsored by CreArt from Ravensburger. Did you know that Ravensburger produces more than just the classic jigsaw puzzles and board games that we know oh so well? I'm sure you do, because you're listening to a podcast, so you probably like puzzles and probably know Ravensburger. But introducing CreArt, the ultimate painting-by-number experience. You'll find everything you need to start your artistic journey today with Ravensburger's carefully curated painting-by-number kits. Easily explore Ravensburger's wide selection of enchanting designs on Amazon.com, ranging from majestic landscapes to adorable animals and everything in between. Let your imagination run wild and embrace the joy of painting with Creart by Ravensburger. Maybe even listen to this podcast while you're doing a little painting. You know, figure it out. Find your vibe. Shop Creart on Amazon today. And now, back to the show. Note to Eric, uh, kill Santa. Um, but before you put a contract out on Santa's head, which is, a, I know it's a thing I say every year and I eventually rescinded on December 23rd so he can get his work done or whatever. Eric, will you please go ahead and shuffle yourself down the chimney to round three? Absolutely. Misha, you are currently at 33,113 points. Pretty good. Pretty, Pretty good. good, I would say. Wonderful. And now we're at round three. It's the question and answer portion. We have some follow-up questions for you, and they are gotcha questions, like people have for Wizard of the Coast when they put out, I don't know, a Transformers set or something. Uh, please answer as many as you can. Sure. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say at the top of this round... I do not abide anything that Wizards of the Coast does or any of Hasbro's business practices. I'm just going to disavow them right now. Unfortunately, that will put you in poor standing with the billionaire hosting this show, but it's, uh, it's up to you. Um, final answer. Lock it in. All right. Okay. Okay. We'll let it slide. We'll let it slide. Misha, here's the first of your three questions. Don't forget you also have a phone a friend and poll the audience, of course, the audience being uh, the reindeers who are still running around the living room. <laughs> Misha, question one, why do card games need an extra story laid on top of it? Why do you need to be a planeswalker dueling? Can't you just be a person playing a card game? Yes, absolutely you can. Uh, if there's only like four suits and some numbers on the cards. When, again, you're playing chess, but with 20,000 unique pieces, it helps to have a story to tie it all together. If I said, you know, this number subtracts from that number and this ability makes those numbers do this thing, it's like less clear to you than to say, my bird attacks you in the face and it's flying so you can't block it. Like that, mm. that just, in it helps you intuitively uh, understand the mechanics in front of you. Uh, that said, you can just take any card game and make yourself a wizard. No one's stopping you. Huh. You can be like, look, I have a run of a four, five, six of diamonds, and then I crush them up and use them to cast Revivify. Like, no one's going to stop you from doing that. Yeah, in my weekly Texas Hold'em game, I can have a full house of wizards. Oh, can you imagine? Eric, full house, but, but wizards? <laughs> How rude! And then Michelle turns everybody to frogs. Yeah. Have mercy, somebody says to the wizard. Have mercy. No, 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 I will not cut it out. Michelle's a shapeshifter, um, but she can only yes. turn into a twin version of herself. 
Oh my gosh. This... Everywhere you look, there is magic everywhere. That's how it goes. <laughs> it writes itself. Uh, please uh, put on the docket to fund Full House of Wizards. That'll be coming to CBS <laughs> this fall, I have to assume. On it. Absolutely. Uh, wonderful job. Uh, 500 points for your answer for that. Question number two, Misha. What yes. does Magic the Gathering have that the Pokemon trading card game, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Hearthstone, Lorcana, Food Fight Fighters, Netrunner, Marvel Snap, Universes, Unbreakable Might, Card Fight, Doomtown Reloaded, Wizard Destruction, Flesh and Blood, Chaotic, and more trading card games. Whew. What do they have that those games don't have? Well, as you know, Mr. Adelrefi, it's all about the power of the institution. Magic has been around the longest <laughs> and they have been able to accrue the, like they just got started faster. And you might know this, if you're not first, you're last. Hmm. So everyone else has just sort of spent their entire time kind of like chasing what Magic the Gathering's been doing or in response to what Magic the Gathering's been doing. Meanwhile, Magic the Gathering is kind of, doesn't need to define itself by those other games. And so is much freer to innovate and create like unique and interesting mechanics. I know I started this as like a joke response and then it turned into like a real response. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's all about being first and having the most money. And when you start first, you get the most money just by virtue of uh, time being longer. Misha, 2,000 points. And also, you've opened my eyes. If you're not first, you're last. Eric, go ahead and melt down all my silver Olympic medals from when I was on those relay teams with Michael Phelps. For sure. Do you want me to melt the biathlon one where you just kind of shot everyone with a gun on your back and then the, and then you threatened them uh, and then you threatened the Olympic Committee for that for that medal and then they had to give you the silver medal? No, keep that one. I have some fond memories tied to uh, it. Here's one other thing that Magic has that those other games don't have. In Magic the Gathering, uh, silver is one of the unique materials that can travel through time. So if you do melt down all those silver medals and turn them into some sort of silver golem, you could send him back in time to do some wizard shit. How do you yes. know how Mr. Refai made me? I'm a silver golem. <laughs> Eric, silver golem. Yeah, yeah that's... obviously. I'm... <laughs> Final question, Misha. Yes. What's your favorite deck type to play with? Do you feel pulled to one color or one type of card? Uh, great question. Um, I have been playing so long and have been built have built so many decks that like truly my tastes are uh, wide ranging and various. I love at this point in my playing career finding those little like niche corner cases. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> one of my favorite decks that I ever built. Um, Yes, it could win the game by throwing lightning damage at somebody's face. Yes, it could copy spells and, you know, beat the opponent into submission until they wanted to stop playing. But my favorite win can my favorite end game condition, I should say, uh, was a combination of two cards that um, when you play them in the right sequence, uh, they sort of like make a divide by zero error in the in like the magic the gathering game computer such that like effects would bounce off each other in such a way that um the game like by the by the rules of the game it would not end there was no way to get out of the computing loop and the only way for the game to end would be for my opponent to give up because they didn't want to sit while i played out that combo for literally infinite 
times. Uh, and so, like, it, instead of winning, I loved when I could break the computer. Um, another one of my favorite decks right now, uh, the commander has a creature on the front and, like, a list of effects on the back, and it flips back and forth between them. And my favorite thing to do is see how many times I can get it to kickflip in one turn. And also, I've been practicing, like, my tech deck moves so I can flip the card with my fingers. Um I love those little edge cases. I love those little corner cases. I've been playing for so long that, like, show me something cool and unique, and I will probably love it. Misha, sadly, a phenomenal answer, but I do have to subtract points because you use the one where every day there's one word or term somebody can't say. And you said kickflip, which reminded me of the time where I had myself digitized and placed inside Tony Hawk's Skateboard 3. <laughs> And I could not, for the life of me, learn to do a kickflip or a 1080 Jesus. So ah, I'm sorry to say you lose a thousand points. Oh, that's no. when that's when Jesus turns the other cheek so fast he spins around yes, for yes, three yes. and a half times. If you lived inside Tony Hawk's skateboard, you probably would get tired of Superman by Goldfinch after oh, a while. Yeah, but Ace of Spades can't get enough. It was the first song at my wedding. I assume when I get married. Oh, uh, R.I.P. Lenny. I thought it, I was so confused why you couldn't learn it. I thought that you'd be able to pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Pick it up. <laughs> 10 out of 10 joke, Eric. Like, stop the podcast. That was a great joke. <laughs> I was made out of liquid silver to do only this. Only this. Uh, but we will give you a chance to win back some of those points. Um, let's see. First, first bonus question, Ooh. Misha. I grew up around Chicago for some of my life. Uh, what do they call magic the gathering in Chicago? It's a simple change. Is it magic the gathering? It is Magic the Gathering. Yeah. You guys want to play some Magic the Gathering? Yeah. Uh, immediately replace those uh, thousand points for Misha. Uh, Absolutely. Give them, give them back to them. There you and go. And question number two, uh, we have Full House of Wizards already in the works. I have to assume it's on air right now, uh, the way uh, TV and film works. Uh, I don't know. Thank if we goodness be... the strike is over. Well, for my, I should say TV, when I say TV, I just mean the plays I put on in my house. I have a, oh, yeah. a giant proscenium that's shaped like a uh, old-timey TV with the antenna and dial. Um, and the actors take the stage and just work within it. So when I say CBS, of course, CBS stands for Cool Billionaires, see? <laughs> It, it's extra. It's extra hurtful when he can't come to board game night because he's watching. He's watching a sitcom. It's hurtful. <laughs> uh, we already have a full house of wizards in the work. Misha, let me know a quick summation or your ideas for a, a new show called Saved by the Wizards, or if you will, Wizards by the Bell. Uh, the only thing I can think of is Wizards of Waverly Place, which is already a show. <laughs> You know, if I could help, if I could help you, I think it might be exactly the same because it, one of the characters can stop time, and I think that Saved by the Wizards is already happening. <laughs> Eric, rescind the hit on Santa and put out a hit for whoever was involved in Wizards of Waverly Place. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I think Saved by the Wizards. It would be you know some kind of. Uh, a teen sitcom where they all go uh, to the mall and they get orange Juliuses, but they forget to do their schoolwork. So uh, the high school accidentally gets blipped to a pocket dimension for 300 years and they get caught in a slow time bubble at the mall. Ooh, I like that. Yes, another thousand points. Cool. Uh, also, you're in, you're inspiring me. Teenage Mutant Wizard Turtles. Is that something? We could get we could get it on CBS now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, of course. Uh, cool billionaires, see? Cool billionaires, see? 
Okay, wait. Fun, fun Magic the Gathering fact. They did recently print their like one of their very first Ninja Turtle cards, uh, and it was in Ooh. rotation in tournaments with a card that could turn it into a mutant. Unfortunately, there was no way to turn it into a teenage, but that was as close as we could get. Three out of four oh. is not bad, truly. That's outstanding. Uh, of course, <laughs> Raphael is the Ringo of the group. Uh, no thanks. Cool but rude. <laughs> I've heard Donatello's good with machines. Yeah, well, but everyone do- playing is good with machines. Yeah. He does machines. That's a totally um, different... Sorry. I'm we sorry. Won't, we won't get into that. It's. I bet that Silver Golem's really happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Rafai, if, yes. if you would grant me the honor, can I ask a bonus question? Absolutely. Now, M- Misha Stanton, did you remember that list of games that Mr. Rafai read out only a moment ago? No. <laughs> well, I'll read them out again because it turns right. out that three of them were fake games. Whoa. Let me read them out again. Please pick out the fake games. The Pokemon trading card game, Yu-Gi-Oh, Hearthstone, Lorcana, Food Fight Fighters, Netrunner, Marvel Snap, Universes, Unbreakable Might, Card Fight, Doomtown Reloaded, Wizard Destruction, Flesh and Blood, Chaotic, and etc. Okay, so I think the Food Fight Fighters is fake. Okay. I think Wizard Struction is fake. Okay. Um, card Fight sounds fake, but my brother does, in fact, play Card Fight at a tournament <laughs> level, so I know that one's real. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the one right before Card Fight? <laughs> Unbreakable Might. That one. That's my, that's my third pick. Incredible! You got all three! Very good. Wow! Oh my god, you did a really good job creating games that could have been real. <laughs> well, let's... Hold on. Let's not celebrate too soon. Clearly, there's another poser here. Yu-Gi-Oh! That's how people in Chicago say, you get out. <laughs> That's right. If you die in Chicago, you die in real you life. You don't want to play true. Magic the Gathering? Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, Mr. Rafai, you grew up in the Shadow Realm. That's near Wrigleyville? I grew up in the Shadow Realm. Uh, it's full of women with one shoe crying on a stoop, uh, talking about Nathan broke their heart. Not sure what that's about. I also not only grew up in the Shadow Realm, I wrote every single book in the Dark Tower series. And I don't think people noticed. I think people still think it's one of Stephen King's greatest accomplishments. And you were and you were on Painkillers that entire time, which made it extra impressive. Yeah, I also had an obsession with crabs. I think I was going to Joe's Stone Crab so often, I was just like, put crabs in the book. Make them big. Make them real big. And put door. I went doors everywhere. That's just that's just the fundamentals of writing. That's just good yeah. books. That's that. That's, that's good just book good writing. book. Thank you, Eric. As Yogi Berra famously said, "If you see a door, take it." Yeah, yeah. Eric, <laughs> why don't you open a door to Misha's total before we get to round four? Absolutely, Misha. With those bonus points, you are up to thirty-six thousand six hundred and thirteen. Congratulations. Nice thirty-six. That's a nice number. I like that. <clears throat> Sorry, let me just get this <sighs> dust this copy off. The gunslinger walked to the beach. Wow, so much beaches here, he exclaimed in his brain parts. A creature scuttled up to him, up his pants and inside his pants, all around his pants. Ow, 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 my pants, my pants, he said. That, of course. <laughs> Is that the Dark Tower? I've never read the Dark Tower. Is that the Dark Tower? <laughs> it might be the Dark Tower. That's incredible. That is page one of the Dark Tower. Uh, Eric, it looks like there's no fans of my work here. Let's go ahead and just uh, swiftly move on to round four. 
<laughs> All right, round four. It's the Wheel of Extraordinary Challenges. That's right. As the, f- the floor is opening up like a high school that hides a pool beneath their gymnasium. Uh, that used to be a, that yeah. used to be a thing, I think. Who put molten silver in this pool? That's dangerous. No, no, no. That's just weird fun, too. Uh, I've instructed my manservant to prepare a few wacky mini-games. No, that is silver. I'm sorry. That is silver. Careful. Careful, okay, everyone. sorry. I've instructed my manservant to prepare a few wacky minigames here to test your intellectual and creative metal. Eric, what do we have today? This game is called The Real Magic Was the IP We Made Along the Way. Mm, delicious. <laughs> magic the Gathering has become the way that Hasbro has kind of just dabbled in truly whatever. Um, they've put out magic sets for other toys that Hasbro owns, such as Transformers and Nerf and Dungeons and Dragons, and My Little Pony uh, is something that's come out more recently, but also like they've done Kaiju, they've done The Walking Dead, they've done Stranger Things, Fortnite, Street Fighter, they're really kind of just getting in their bag. Doctor Who's coming out this year, and uh, if you don't think those cards have not been all over my social media pages, uh, you don't know me very well. Did you say Street Fighter, Eric? I did say Street Fighter, yes. Uh, Eric, make a note. Buy me a 2023 e honda accord <laughs> yeah that will go right after next to matthew mcconaughey's uh lincoln absolutely Ooh, take yeah. it right off the show or you can floor <laughs> yes i'll write you a blanca check uh there you go make it happen sorry Eric, go ahead i'm ken all right so here's the thing about these cards they're really strange because they're not really made for like tournament play, as you've been describing, they're kind of just made for vibes. So, for example, there's this Pinkie Pie card that says if you cast a spell with a smile on it, you get an extra tre- you get a treasure token. So that's just absolutely wild. And then there's this card called Rarity, where you can take out a My Little Pony toy that you own, and then your creatures get protection based on the color of that My Little Pony. I have that one. The trick is to get a Rainbow Dash figurine because it has white, blue, black, red and green all up in it. Exactly. So because there's obviously going to be more and more IP crossovers coming, I thought it'd be fun for us to come up with some cards since obviously the Wizards of the Coast and the Full House are listening. I want to focus <laughs> on these abilities. Like what would be what would be a fun thing to demonstrate what, what's happening here? I also took IP from the highest grossing media franchises uh, just okay. so that we can really be synergistic. Ooh, with- let's look forward to some Final Destination cards. <laughs> You know, that one, that one didn't make the list, unfortunately. What? But I think, it's... but I, there's there's 27 movies. It should have done it by then. Wait, 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 wait. Final destination. Uh, until end of turn. If you would lose the game, instead you don't. At the beginning of your next upkeep, you lose the game. Amazing. A thousand points to Misha. Incredible. <laughs> also, you're telling me Final Destination isn't the number one media IP in the world? I thought it would be number one with a bullet that just missed me. It's number two. The first one is, the first one is Pokemon, but it's number two. It's number two. Okay. Good. <laughs> and then the next day you die in real life as well. Uh, incredible. So yes, Misha, that's wonderful. The first one, let's do Ash Ketchum from Pokemon. How do you Ketchum, think? Not on a Chicago dog. <laughs> um, oh, Ash Ketchum. Uh, that's a guy, uh, who you can tap him, uh, to return a creature to your hand and put a creature card from your hand onto the battlefield. 
He's like a Pokemon mm, return, and then a Pikachu, I choose you, you know? I like the idea that you have, like, ten seconds to, like, go find an et- your pet in your house and throw it on the table. <laughs> <laughs> and then it counts as, like, a powerful creature or something. Just go pick up my cat and be like, he has lifelink. <laughs> this has this, this cat is flying, obviously. <laughs> All right, uh, next one from the, Disney, from the Disney channel and media company. How about Goofy? What do you think Goofy does? <laughs> Um, uh, when you tap him to attack, uh, you can shout out, <laughs> and, uh, it gets first strike until end of turn. That was incredibly impressive. I was not anticipating that at all. <laughs> Thank you. Move over, oh, Wilhelm yeah. Scream. <laughs> <laughs> can you use that in all of your screams now? Cut that out. That's good. Absolutely. That's, good That's wonderful. All right. Let's go, let's go a little more abstract. How about just the idea of Candy Crush? What about what about just the idea of Candy Crush, which is on this list of oh. highest grossing media franchises? Okay, ready? Uh, Candy Crush is a, is a sorcery, and when you play it, uh, you can swap the position of two of your opponent's permanents, and then if there's three permanents of a, in a row of the same color, uh, you destroy them. Honestly, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> love that. Imagine you just pull out the card Candy Crush and then their entire board is wiped. I kind of love that. That would be so deeply infuriating. That would make your brother flip the table. Whoever's listening, your brother would flip the table if that Candy Crush card was out. That's incredible. Uh, Wonderful. All right, Misha, let's talk about Swiper from Dora the Explorer. What about Swiper? Um, Okay, when you play it, you take a card at random from your opponent's hand, uh, and uh, if you can play it before they say swipe or no swiping three times, you get to keep it. Like, keep it after, not just put it on your battlefield, like, keep it after the game, like, you take it home with you. <laughs> like, you take it from their deck, and you put it in your deck, and then you leave the game store, and your mom comes to pick you up, and you still have their card, because you swiped it. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> and finally, of course, the everyone's favorite from the highest-grossing media franchises list. Can we talk about Lightning McQueen from Cars? From the Cars <laughs> franchise? What kind of card would Lightning McQueen be? Okay. <laughs> um, uh, he's got Flash and Haste which means he can attack faster than everyone else. I like that. And, artif- and, and an artifact, of course, an artifact Yeah, he's creature. an artifact creature. Um, he's a 2-3, because his number is 23. Good, good, good. And um, I think that every time if that uh, Lightning McQueen is only played for one mana, and it's because whenever you, from now on, anytime your opponent plays something, you have to go, wow. And every time you play <laughs> something, you have to go, ka-chow. Then yeah. if you don't do it, the card is destroyed. It has cumulative upkeep. Uh, for every turn it's been on the battlefield, you have to say Kachow once. Uh, and if you can't say Kachow that many times, you have to sacrifice it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what else does Lightning McQueen do? I don't know. I, that's it. I don't think anything. Car- cars in the Good Dinosaur are my only Pixar yeah. blind spots. Is, is the Cars movie the one where Will Ferrell says, if you ain't first, you're last? <laughs> oh, you're right. Oh, speaking in Cars and Dinosaurs, Eric, uh, make a Stegosaurus that drives a Lamborghini for me. Again? Yes. The first one, I know, it ended tragically, but <laughs> we'll get it right. We have to. I feel like I should ask you why, how, and what, but I'll do it anyway. Uh, Mr. Rafai, you might be a little too focused on uh, whether or not you can that you might not have thought of whether or not you should. 
Huh, unbuttoned shirt, uh, lays Ooh, on the couch yes. in a suggestive manner. Yes. You're uh, 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 right, Misha. <laughs> a, a thousand uh, 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 points to uh, uh, Misha. All right, 3,000 points it is. He's not traditionally attractive, but God, so sexy. Incredible. Incredible. Misha, that was the real magic was the IP we made along the way. I'm sure we can sell those to Wizard of the Coast whenever we're right. <laughs> For $2.6 million. Mm-hmm. Post Malone on top of it. Eric, at the end of round four, how many points does Misha have? All right, finally, we are rounding it out with 40,613 points. Very, very good, Misha Stan. Nice. A woman who lives in Baltimore awakes in her bed, and she's like, whoa, what's going on? I thought I was from 1920 or something. A door opens, and a, 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 the gunslinger walks through. He slings a gun across the room. It bounces off the wall and hits him in the head. My head! <laughs> Ever, no, no one's read the Dark Tower series. I only have it for I only know it from the cards. See, I have this card, the Gunslinger. If you have a crab, you win. <laughs> I only know it from the Magic card. Sorry, uh, Misha. Thank you so much for one teaching me about Magic: The Gathering and two helping to ease my comfort level around the Devil's toys. I feel listen, Mister Fi. I'll come over. I'll teach you the Devil's euchre, the Devil's mm. bridge, the Devil's gin rummy. Ooh. Anytime you want. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, Mr. Afai, we still have that one more thing that we have to do. We have the thing we have to do. Oh, yes, that's right. Thank you so much, Eric, or should I say Silver Surfer, as you're known throughout the galaxy. (laughs) Sorry, Eric's, he's Silver Surfer. He's uh, incredibly powerful. Um, Omega level, I believe. (laughs) But that's for another episode. For a final bonus point, Misha, you will answer this random trivia question about the world's most perfect film, not starring Jenna Malone. Greece. In what two countries was the film Greece labeled for adults only? Ooh. Um, I'm going to go with China. Okay. And Czechoslovakia, boom, which shaboom. did exist when Greece came out. That's good. Yes. That's smart. That's smart. I'm so sorry. It was India and Argentina. Oh. Why Why that is? Who could say, truly? You know, I, now that I think about it, Greece might be as close to a Bollywood musical as white people can make. So, like, yeah. that does strike me as strange. I, yeah. yeah. It's probably because Kaniki says sloppy seconds. I can't remember. Who says sloppy seconds? <laughs> it's probably because they say sloppy seconds. <laughs> sure, Let's be that, honest. You know, I'm, that's the same reason I'm not allowed in India anymore. So <laughs> I said sloppy seconds, and now, now I, they tore my passport. <sighs> but they were serving made right. Uh, I- anyway, regardless, thank you so much, Misha, for playing. Eric, why don't we go ahead and take Misha on over to the scoreboard, please? Absolutely. Well, first, Mr. Rafai, unfortunately, during the last episode we had out, it's you must have had some sort of fever or okay. something because you were going through something because you did give Brennan Lee Mulligan 51 billion points. What? Now, I did check our calendar, and I think that never happened. He's never <laughs> been here. <laughs> <laughs> I 51 don't... billion points, Maron. So instead, <laughs> what I did do is I went out and I mounted Brennan Lee Mulligan on the wall for you to be able to look at at any point next to the high scoreboard. But I don't think Brennan Lee Mulligan has never participated. So we do need to strike his 51 billion points from the record. Oh, that's a that's a shame. I guess if that's 
the case, then that's the case. So, or you could yeah. he's like, he, look, you could see he's roll, he's rolling a die. He's rolling a die and stuffed for you and forever Aww. for you to look at. The honey he was covered in crystallized and now he's frozen like that forever. Oh, like an amber. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Beautiful. <laughs> So, so unfortunately, Brendan Lee Mulligan is expunged, but mounted on our wall. So we expunged, but mounted. <laughs> Eric, you're banned. You're let, let me tell you something. Tell me about it is now banned in India and Argentina. Are you happy, buddy? <laughs> Yeah, no, you're right. Justified. You're right. That's on me. That's hey, coach. That's on me. I sh- that's on me. I shouldn't have done that. That's on me, coach. Next time, I'll get him next time. Sorry, that's on me, coach. <laughs> Slug some water. Get on the bench. Uh, all right. Well, now with this score of forty thousand six hundred and thirteen points, Misha Stanton, you're our number one player. Whoa! Really? Wow! You absolutely wow. are. You are now. You are now usurping Julia Shafini, who talked about Greek mythology. Now it's Misha Stanton talking about Magic: The Gathering, number one spot. Amazing. Amazing, but Misha, I have some bad news. Oh, no. um, I just remembered that you said kickflip. Uh, <laughs> so we are going to have to take away half a point. Uh, Eric, does that change anything? Uh, you know what? Can you give me a second? I need to do the math here. No, it does not change anything with 40,612 and a half a point. All right. All right. <laughs> Misha, congratulations. Uh, please know that those uh, points can be used to help reunite the people dead on K3 with their families or to buy as many Black Lotuses as you want, which I believe is a big deal. I cannot remember. <laughs> the yeah, fact Black that you Lotus remember- famously the most expensive card in Magic the Gathering history, except for that one Post Perfect. Malone one. I think it sold recently at auction for like $650,000 or something. Uh, so I think with 40,612 and a half points, I can probably get like one- Lightly played Black Lotus, but I'll take it. Also, the fact that you remember the name Black Lotus is better than any mother ever in the history of Magic the Gathering. Huh. Yeah, I guess I always set it to the tune of Black Velvet, one of my favorite songs. Black Lotus with that little boy's smile. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Just like the song. Misha, please let us know. Again, congratulations. Thank you so much. Sorry about the half point. I'm going to keep practicing my kickflip. Misha, please tell us and all the wizards out there where people can find you. Uh, well, you can find me on Wizard Twitter, Wizard Instagram, Wizard Blue Sky, uh, which costs blue mana to get into. Uh, but they'll give like if you tap two blue mana, they'll give you an invite code. Uh, you can Ooh. find me at Misha, etc., or you can check out my website, MishaStanton.com. Outstanding. And Misha, one final question before I wrap it up. Magic the Gathering, probably a better name than Winning Time, the <laughs> HBO Max show. Uh, yeah, actually, yes, correct. Because what are what are the '80s Lakers except for Magic and a Gathering? Yeah, they got Magic and then they gathered a team around him. Absolutely, I'm hundred percent with you. Kurt Rambis, James, they're just a gathering. They could be anyone. You know that famous general manager Jerry Talaria West. <laughs> Doctor Bus does sound like a planeswalker, so I think it does fit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Doctor Bus. Gal- Alvano Alchemist. Yeah, yeah. Who just Beware walks- my coaching staff. <laughs> That's all for this episode of Tell Me About It. Tune in next week for more expunged, more butt, and more mounted. Say goodbye, Eric, <laughs> to India and Argentina. <laughs> goodbye, India and Argentina. Sorry you can't hear this episode.